And none of this matters. I can yeah, cut right, all right. this off. Got so. it. Go hey. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't matter. I, I, right now, I'll be synced up. Okay. J- all right. So, all right, cool. <laughs> hey, it's Saturday. And this no, 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 wait. You're right. I do need to snap right before you. Okay. Okay. So just be like, I'll snap and then one. How many go. are you doing? Just one. Ready? Hey, it's Saturday and this is episode. Oh, man. Do it again. <laughs> Hey, it's Saturday, October 14th, and this is episode 7 of... The Pivot Slayers of Boredom Podcast! We got it eventually. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah, we're having technical difficulty, so... We're going to be a little bit more done in post on Sean's end today, so... It'll all work out fine, you'll have no Yeah, the video... Yeah, you'll have... (laughs) Yeah, why did I even bring it up? (laughs) I guess we should start off on a light note. Shit. Yeah. Because well, everything else is heavy. Yeah. Uh, well, what have you been up to the past month, though? Quick little catch up. Not a lot. That's all the same shit, you know. Just yeah. consuming entertainment and uh, trying to get by. Yeah. Finances suck. So. Yeah, I found out I'm losing my job between last oh, cast and this one. Womp, womp, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which button that is. I mean, clearly I have Gamble. a lot of my mind, and I don't have time to be messing with this stuff. But it's certainly important that we uh, have this conversation. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that there's a lot of horrible, horrific violence. I man, freaking alliteration. I sounded like Trump right there. Horrible fucking (laughs) going on in, uh, uh, in is the Israel and Palestine region. Um, crazy stuff, man. Israel's referring to it as, you know, their nine 11, and, like, um, it had, they learned nothing. Okay, so we had 9-11, and our knee-jerk response was shock and awe. Yeah. You know, maybe we should have evaluated a little more before just diving in. Sure. They're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, especially when we're talking about, um, should we do our preface? Should we do our disclaimer, first of all? Like, I, I want I want people to understand that when we talk about the violence caused by either the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, or Hamas, the terrorist organization— that we are not talking about civilians. We're talking about entities that have different distinctions on the battlefield, different methods of terror. One, I obviously think, is much worse than the others, but we this, we are not absolving either of the atrocities they, they've committed against the opposing side. Okay, yeah. we are for the civilians 100%. Yeah. The people who are murdered in... Any, in, in any way that I've no, nothing to do with these factions and this quarreling. Um, obviously, there are culture differences, too, between the religions and maybe, you know, civilians not liking the other side for whatever reason. But when we're talking about the actual violence they commit across one another, against one another, we're talking about two different entities, not civilians themselves. So it's important that you keep that in mind because if you can't understand the nuance of the region and what's been going on, then... I mean, you're just going to end up seeing things in black and white, and that's just not the way the world works. And that's why there are knee-jerk responses. So I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there. Sean, back to you. Well, I mean, to go off the 9-11 aspect, uh, that analogy to me is false because when we were attacked on 9-11, we had a specific target, Al-Qaeda, that we were upset about and we wanted to destroy, all right, with, uh, you know, full backing for me too. Yeah, You know, I was against them as well. But as America, we went at it, I'm, we murdered civilians too, but we didn't consider those civilians animals. 
you know, we still considered them people and probably the necessary, you know, like casualties that have to happen with war. Not the way I feel, but I'm just saying that when you take it now from the the perspective of Israel looking towards Palestine, Hamas is their Al-Qaeda in the 9-11 analogy. But you're referring to to intent and methods. Well, that's the thing is that we had just some glimmer of morality. Not a lot, but we had some glimmer. Where sure, they that's do, a good. That's a good point. Israel doesn't see the Palestinian people, which are separate from Hamas, as humans. They see them all as animals. Their top military brass are saying these, like just outwardly, they're animals. And yeah, they're referring to Hamas, but what they've shown over the past, you know, what is it, sixty years, uh, is that they consider seventy-five, even more. Yeah, they consider Palestinians, uh, the people, to be animals and, and and they consider them barbaric when that's not the case and when you consider that then you just take away all the humanity of it it's the priming of everyone's mind on media mm-hmm. you know what i mean when you can re- constantly refer to these people as animals then you have a better uh pal your palate is you know it's more palatable to say that you're destroying sure. a shit ton of animals not I, people i mean i i do know that what their what their defense was it the defense minister that said that mm-hmm. i mean i i know i know what he said but i mean i think it was just Again, a knee-jerk, a knee-jerk response. Look at like, when they I interview the people. No, when they I interview the people. All the people say, "Kill them all." They're yeah, all animals. Like, I know Israel. Israel, you know. Yeah. Um, wait, you mean you no, saying the Israel people are the saying civilians when, are saying kill all, like, kill all Palestinians? Yeah, They're I mean, I'm dogs. sure that's not a. I mean, but when, again, I, I'm, sh- I am sure. I know that is not a widespread feeling, but I mean, you can interview. You can find people you want to interview that are going to say those types of things. You know what I mean? But I really don't feel like there. are... There are plenty of organizations in Israel that that do their fight best. For Palestinian rights. Yeah, that fight for their. I mean, that's why a lot of their their government right now in Israel. I mean, if we're dealing with a lot. Like Netanyahu is a very right wing, autocratic type of individual, and there's a lot of um, divide in their country, like ours is right now, and in their military. So, I mean, there could be even something said for the way that Netanyahu was running things. That you know, splintering your military like that. That's that's you know, if you don't have readiness. Things like this can happen. And as far as the intel community, I mean, Mossad is top-notch. I mean, their operatives are nuts, man. Those guys are going into Syria. They're going into Palestine. They're going into Lebanon. They're collecting intelligence. They're doing all kinds of dark operatives. Um, the difference between these regions is also, again, like who funds them. Um, the West, the entire West funds Israel. Um, it, it, I mean, if that's lost on anybody, you just haven't been paying attention. So we have they have Western Six influence. Million, they have Western, tra- they have Western training. Western influence, Western training, uh, Western financial backing. Yeah. Israel has always had our support. So, like, people have been trying to provide that area as a space for for Jews for a long time. Like, even back to Napoleon. Um, eventually, it was under British rule, and that was mainly to have control of the Suez Canal, thus also involving Egypt, who's also had a lot of influence in the region. Um, so, 1948, that was when... It was established that that would be the state. Obviously, after World War II, the Holocaust, you know, I, I think the whole world was in agreement that they, I guess, need, needed a place, needed a state of their own. Um, so it was chosen in that holy area that's important to them, which happened to be Palestine. And that kicked off Nakba. So Nakba is what the Palestinians know as basically that migration when they were displaced and forced out of their home. And um, it's... They're it's referred di- to as transfer now. Yeah. Sure. And... Um, they're saying right now, if again in the past few days, what the Israeli government has been saying, or I'm sorry, they they, they want the UN to do this is to make to make somehow 1.1 million people in Gaza 
to head south. Okay, so they're looking at this again. They feel like as another Nakba. Yeah. Except this time, I don't really know if it's for pro- it's it's not for providing more land for the Jews like it was in 1948 or giving them that statehood. Um, it was it's now just to get them out of there so they can bomb the living shit out of it. Yeah, they, they did but this you can't pamphlets drop yes, from the sky. You can't move that many people. Like it's just it's impractical. It's completely impractical. But that's them covering their ass because they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna fucking bomb the entire area anyways. They're and, gonna decimate it. But they they like you said, one point one million people. This is an area that total is two hundred and twenty five square miles, and they want them to move one point one million people down. To it's, the south. And, it's, and another high note there is their largest hospital is in the north. Mm-hmm. And they don't even have power. The large, yeah. they I mean, 90% of the people there don't have clean drinking water. Like, Gaza is hell on earth. Hell, it is. It and, has and, been. Yes, it has been for a long time. It's often referred to as an open-air prison. It's often referred to as an apartheid state. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you... <laughs> when we say open-air prison, it's not like... What you need to understand is they couldn't not, leave. In, yeah, exactly. There, there's a, Israel has a chokehold on everything that comes in and out. People um, included. So, yeah, people included, absolutely. And But at the same time, Israel does, ha- in certain ways, you're going to see me bounce back and forth here. But Israel, by being able to do that, does provide aid, does provide medicine, does provide food. Okay. However, the government in Gaza, they're not really government at all, they're a terrorist organization, is Hamas, who, you know, they claim they dem- democratically were elected back in 2006, okay? But they're not a government, okay? So these aren't people that live in a democracy that have, really have much of any type of rule there other than terror. Like, I mean, Hamas will kill their own people, and you can't stand up against them. You can't, you can't, um, you know, go out there and advocate for peace with Israel without them killing you and your family. Like, I mean, these Hamas, they are animals. Yes. I personally want every single one of them to be fucking wiped off the face of the earth. Cause they don't, you don't, people like that don't belong in this earth. The atrocities they committed is unfucking fathomable. And that's what I was talking about earlier when it comes to intention, when it comes to methods, I look at IDF bombing the shit out of Gaza indiscriminately sometimes and and what I feel are their weak ways of communicating to the civilians that they need to leave the area while also knowing that they have a chokehold on the area and they also live under the Hamas government, really, the terrorist organization who won't allow them to travel or will kill them if they do. I mean, it's, again, it's an open-air prison. These people don't have a choice. It is hell that they fucking live in and then they deal with bombings all the time. So that is terror, absolutely. When you di- when you dig a small baby out of rubble that was just bombed, okay? But when you look at the visceral, personal, absolutely barbaric, face-to-face terror that Hamas committed on those um, the kibbutzes in Israel, I mean, for fuck's sake, man, I can't, like, it fucks me up. It, it does. It fucks me up. I've been a thinking about it, and that's why I want them a free Palestine. Yeah, I've been absolutely a free, free Palestine, Palestine forever. So to see this retaliatory move, I'm like, no, no, like that is not the way any of this should have gone. Down. It's not. So now I'm like, and that's, torn because I, I, I dis, I just, you know, I disagree with the way Israel has been handling things for years, and now I fully disagree with the way Palestine is responding. And it's not Palestine, the way Hamas, the people, but the, the Hamas, but it then correlates to that. That's their government, you know. Unfortunately, yeah, it, that's in their what it founding, is. in their founding documents, Hamas, li- there is literature about killing all Jews. That is not a fucking lie. That is the truth. That is how fanatical these lunatics are. They are fucking animals. 
and the way they brutalize those people is unfucking fathomable. Yeah. Babies, children, okay, beheadings, shot in front of their kids, uh, uh, parents, or I'm sorry, parents witnessing their kids being shot in front of them. You think grandparents? It, it was awful. It's unfucking believable, and they took hostages too. And none of those hostages are coming back. I mean, I, I don't no. mean to be bleak, but there's no way. Even though the IDF is famous for hostage rescues, and and we're we'll get to them too. They are a very capable military force. Very capable. These people that are deep within Gaza right now, they have tunnel systems. They've been building oh, yeah. to Egypt for a long freaking time. Okay, a lot of tunnel systems. It's they're it's sophisticated. They. They have funding from Iran. They have food. They have water. They have medicine. They have what they need. But putting a big, a further chokehold and cutting everything off from the Palestinian people, this is Israel doing this, doesn't mean that they're going to cut shit off from Hamas. Hamas is going to find a way, as they have been doing. Okay? The only people that are being punished as a result for the atrocities, and I'm not saying Hamas isn't going to get what's coming to them. I will get to that. But the only people that are being punished right now are civilians in knee-jerk response in, with a knee-jerk response style. I mean, you have, again, all the funding, all the intelligence, the capability, the the shining light of America and democracy, you know, do the right thing, whatever the fuck, whatever we're supposed to stand for that I want to believe in, the good on the earth, that I want to believe that to be true. I know it's not, but, you know, we are also purveyors of terror. But when you when you are supposed to uphold that, I feel like you're going to have the means and the the qualms to take a step back and be tactical, be surgical about how you're going to kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. Not bombing the shit out of civilian sites. And I know Hamas uses them, uses Palestinians as human shields. I know they set up shops and schools and hospitals. They're fucking monsters. Yeah. Okay. But you can give them the payback they deserve. You have all the means and backing and financial capabilities and training in the world. IDF is very capable let me give to, you some stats to destroy here. that. There are forty uh, percent of Palestinians are under the age of fifteen. Forty percent. That's because of their life expectancy. Yep. So you have a, a fairly uneducated population right out the gate. When you look at the numbers, because I was just trying to look at all the different conflicts going back to see, you know, which ones were the worst and this and that, and it's always like, you know, sixty-seven dead is is you know from Israel, mm -hmm. and then uh, thousands, thousands. On the other end, it is like, you know, they throw a rock at them and they just start stomping on their entire population. Yeah. And so a lot, every video I watched, it was like from seven years ago, nine years ago, you know, whatever, uh, two years ago, they're all ending with like, this is all going to have a tipping point. Yeah. Something bad is coming because you can't just constantly stomp on a people. That's where my know? concern comes from, you know, uh, Israel with our backing. We have access to nuclear weapons with Iran. <laughs> Backing Hamas, I mean, for fuck's sake. And, you know, this This is another reason, like, there is a huge culture aspect to it. I mean, the the uh, Israelites have always been looked at as occupiers. And in some way, they are. I mean, like, the world banded together, sure, and allowed them to have Israel as a state. I'm not saying that the Jewish people should have been displaced, floating around all over the world like they were before that. I understand how that land is important to them as far as their religion goes. I also understand how it's important to Muslims as well. I think religion is the, one of the dumbest, most destructive ideologies as a whole in the entire world. If I could do away with it, with the snap, like just to erase everyone's mind from all the bullshit they've been believing, I would do it because I think it would solve so many problems. So there is that cultural, ideological aspect. 
But, I mean, that's what leads to the hatred of the Palestinians. You know, they, they justified these atrocities and wanting to kill every Jew because of a difference of, of you know, feeling illusion. like they're occupiers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because of a difference of illusion, sure. Um, and also they look at them as occupiers, you know what I mean? But the, that is just the most absurd thing to me. And these people are so invested in, and, and so uh, they just have so much conviction in their beliefs that you can't reason with them. Like we were talking about off air. Like I know a lot of people are just like, why doesn't Israel just create peace? It's so easy. Just be peaceful, blah, blah, blah. You can't reason with Hamas. They have to be physically, I'm sorry, it's unfortunate that more, I mean, violence begets violence. It's the human nature. It's intrinsic in our, in our human nature to, to commit violence against one another um, for a myriad of different reasons. So they have to be destroyed. They do. And there are ways, again, if, if you're, they are professional military, you know, they're not a terrorist organization. They commit terror, you know, but whatever, through the lens of the, the worldview lens, when you're looking at what they do to one another, I mean, I'm getting off track, but <laughs> the whole thing was basically about, you know, the culture, the ideological, the religious and ideological differences, and that being a huge factor on why they kill one another. And it just, it just will forever blow my fucking mind, you know? I just feel capitalism's like the real fucking problem, I mean, people. I mean, come on. That's that's the truth. But I mean, to just go back to Israel's dominant uh, force is they have something called the Iron Dome mm -hmm. around their entire area, which is like they Thanks shoot to us. Yeah, and the, they can tell you know missiles coming towards them. They can tell the trajectory, speed, everything they need to, and shoot a small piece of metal at it just mm -hmm. to blow it up in the air. Like, that's the kind of defense they have, yet they are lining up 300,000 troops for a ground war against these people. And to me, again, where you're saying Hamas needs to be wiped off the earth, I, f I we, fucking 100% agree with that. They are barbarians, but these, the, the 300,000, I'm not going to say all of them, but they're, all, they're, are, they're going in to eradicate a people almost. Like, how do you know who's Hamas? You know, and you they... don't, and that's another important thing about distinction. Yeah. And the way these people... These people act. You, you're not going to know who. I mean, that's why Hamas uses hospitals and schools as you know their um, Basis, their methods of operation. Yeah. Um, you, they don't want to be distinguished. They're like ISIS. You know what I mean? They're they're like the uh, um, any type of terrorist that like we might have been fighting in Iraq. And I mean, I know a lot of times we were fighting civilians just wanting us out of there, and I don't blame them for that. But that's the whole idea is anonymity. Um, but when you're funded and trained by like the U.S. to begin with, I mean, now they have their own their own methods of, and tactics and whatnot, just living in that region. But I mean, Israel has always been kind of a staging ground, especially intelligence wise for the U.S. I mean, the Mossad intelligence capabilities are top notch and they're one of our allies. Like that's a big staging ground for us. That's why we will always defend Israel. OK, I mean, you know, they'll always come at it from the humanitarian end. That's where we come at it from, and it's genuine coming from us. But as politicians saying it, it's a military staging ground for them. It's intel in our enemies. Yeah, and you know and what? Evangelicals wanting Jerusalem. Yeah, you know? and and <coughs> man, I I pity all the souls living in the Middle East now when the world's done with oil too. I mean, it's that's be. all they have, and it's just it's it's really fucking sad. That's another reason why we're also there. We got to be able to control that for economic reasons. Again, capitalism, keep war machines going, keep everything going. All of our lovely comforts over here where we're not bombing the shit or having bombs dropped on us or people fucking. I mean, obviously, we have our own homegrown terrorist attacks from weird yeah. people on the right. But, anyways, um, the IDF 
300,000 troops is a lot. I mean, I agree. I don't know who, what's going to be perimeter forces just protecting Israel at the borders and stuff like that. I mean, I know their military bases are going in. They've already sent in a few different, but, but that's the only way you can fight these people, dude. And I'm, I'm not, and I'm, and I'm saying Hamas, will there be civilian casualties? Yes. Because I don't know where these civilians are supposed to go. That's the shame of it all. Like there's, I feel so fucking horrible for the Palestinian people. I can't even, it's just unbelievable. You have nowhere to go because of your freaking terrorist government. And you have nowhere to go because of a military, a militarized government outside of you holding in like holding you in an apartheid state. Like you live in the dregs of society. You have nothing. You have no possessions. You don't have running water. You hardly have any food. I was hearing about a family who literally has been surviving off freaking chickpeas. Yeah. For like the, the entire week now. The definition of famine is gray and they've been in the gray area for over a decade. I'd imagine a long you know? time. I mean, there's, I just know that, there are certain areas on this planet that are just prone to these issues that like, it's almost like we're so desensitized to it that we just disregard it as like, that's an unhelp. We can't help that zone. You know, the Gaza Strip is a forgotten area. Afghanistan is a forgotten area. It's just like, fend for yeah. yourself. It used to be ignorance is bliss, but now it's like, you can, I guess people can just detach Ignor- themselves enough that it's just like, you know, lack of experience is bliss at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to deal with it so I can still, man, like, I know what's going on. And like, even that, like, you know, I've, I've got my fucking comforts. I'm a white privileged American. You know what I mean? Like I have no fucking idea what it's like to live in those people's shoes. All I can imagine is that it's unbelievably fucking horrible. And, they have the, the just to commit military exercises against the people like that who have nothing is just unfathomable. But I don't, they, I don't know how you deal with Hamas, and they have to be dealt with. They yeah. have to be destroyed. You, you, we cannot allow anything like that. That's I that's got kids, different. man. You know the the images I've fucking seen. Again, and I've I've said that before on plenty of uh, previous episodes of ours. You know what I mean? The things I've seen from from the shooter in Texas. You know what I mean? And at that Texas mall, like when we were talking when we had our guns episode. Yeah, you know, it just. Well, they, they, you know, Hamas stormed that that festival. Yeah, that's a festival I might have gone to. Sure, it was just a bunch of fun loving people, kids. Yeah, and they just went up guns ablazing and yeah, kidnapping killed, galore. Two hundred children, two hundred, yeah, two hundred, yeah, something like that. And that's like, that's just terrorism. If that happened off a, as a one I mean. off, it's a terrorist attack. This yeah, is like they took. I don't know if everybody's even aware of how this went down, but it was land, air, and sea. Mm-hmm. They came from every yeah. aspect. They shot missiles, the paraglider things. Yeah, they shot missiles up, you know, to distract the uh, the Iron Dome aspects. They're mm. shooting their little BBs everywhere, blowing up the missiles, and these dudes are coming in in paragliders, bunch of them at the same time. Like that's how they got through and over. They they also blew up some areas of the wall and overtook an area mm-hmm. and got through that way. But um, you know, th- it's just. That's insanity. Yeah, I mean, everybody out there, I'm sure, knows the details now. Like, just you'd be surprised mowing people down in the street. There were people waiting by a bus stop. Truck just rolled by. They just mowed them all down. Kept going. Cars drove by, and they just mowed the cars down. They went and they went and house by house. They went house by house and executed everybody and and kidnapping who they thought might be beneficial. Grandparents. It was a disgusting. You can't think of a more disgusting. And that's display. again, that's that's the that's that's the intent. Like the the IDF is going to operate by again. This is a this is another absurd phrase like cost of living, in my opinion. But the rules of war, um, 
the IDF is not to fire, and I'm not saying this doesn't happen because it always happens. There's always, you know, you know, there's apples that ruin the bunch or whatever, and the U.S. has done it too, I'm sure. I mean, just look at freaking Nisor Square when those Blackwater guys who actually don't operate by, you know, they obviously should have, but when they just open fire on all the civilians. So the IDF is, you know, I would assume for the most part is going to abide by rules of engagement and not fire against anybody that isn't a threat, okay? That's not Hamas. So that's that's when we're looking at, like, the the intentions and the intentions. They're, the Hamas is intending to terrorize. The IDF is intending to take out Hamas. There are going to be civilian casualties. There probably will, there absolutely, I'm sorry, there absolutely will be more civilian casualties on the Palestinian side, as there has been. It has always been lopsided. Yeah. The Palestinians have, have lost many more people than, as far as that conflict goes, many more civilians than Israel has. Like I said, 67 I'm not absolving, to like, a, like thousands. Yes, and I'm not blaming the, I'm not saying the Israelites have it better or anything, or like, you know, that they, I'm not saying anybody deserves any of that. I'm, when I'm talking about civilians, none of them should be killed. But there is a much larger number from the side that you would think would abide by the rules of engagement, by the rules of war. It's just... The visceral nature of Hamas just, just oh my just God, it just jumps cast. it up so much because they are so fucking barbaric and brutal. Yeah. Just, like, just before this cast, the, the new number that I heard was 2,200 oh, uh, Palestinians oh were killed. And that's that's more than the war in 2014, that uh, the Gaza war, that was like 2,100 and some. So we've already surpassed. This is like since, I think that went back to 2008, the timeline I was looking at. So since 2008, yearly deaths of Palestinians, which added up to about 6,000, this right now has just hit more than that. This is wow. the most they've ever killed. But in the response, the 1,300 that Hamas killed is the most that they've ever killed. Yeah, so that's you what would they expect, call it Yeah, so you would expect that Israel is going to do a new number it's that's higher so, than Yeah, isn't it just so fucked up how we're just like, it's like, we're not justifying any of this, but we're putting it in very simple terms, it's just like, well, you know, again, violence begets violence to, you know, varying degrees. Yeah. Like, <sighs> at some point you have to go statistical. Babies are getting beheaded. You can't look at the emotional side. It's like, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of interviews with IDF people um, so far, even that there was a story of a retired guy who grabbed his pistol and grabbed his friend and like, drove in and started engaging Hamas. Some of some of the Hamas fighters were killed by IDF forces, but a lot of them, a lot of places weren't responded to for like eight hours. Like it was they, how that's a huge intelligence failure. It was a, it was a holiday too. Yeah. I don't know which one. Um, but the, just the, oh man, a huge intelligence failure. But again, bring it back to the nine 11 analogy. So was ours, you know, like you just, you never thought, yeah. Even though everything points towards, like, of course they're going to escalate. What's going to, what's bigger that they could do? You just, you can't fathom that they would go that far. That they would ever penetrate the dome. And yeah. then when they do, you're ill prepared for it. They said, you know, so one of the, I just saw an interview with one of the top commanders, um, more ground troops type style, not you know high yeah. up in the political end. And he was, and they asked him, they were like, "Do you think we failed?" And he's like, "We failed miserably. Yeah, we failed miserably, but now we're ready to fight." Yeah, and they're pissed, man. They're and, and I, pissed. and you know what? I if somebody, if somebody let alone, I mean, even just even just killed my child, I would kill them and anyone that got in my way. I. That might sound brutal. I like to believe that's true. That's how much I love my kids. Anybody that I would kill anybody that did that to them, and I would 
kill anyone that got in my way. I am concerned. I, I'm Again, I don't know what it's like to live over there. I don't even know what it's like to be a soldier. I've fired many weapons before, but I've not, never been in combat, and I don't want to be. That's not me. I am concerned that soldiers who have that same feeling that I do will fire through civilians to get to Hamas or just fire at civilians out of anger. Um, I mean, it's a necessary evil in their world. I'm telling you that their mindsets are, and I, I'm not, I don't want to generalize because I'm sure there are good people over there. Of but course, your like, culture. I like don't want said, IDF hum- to be obliterated. Like I want Hamas to be yeah, obliterated. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like but when you were saying, you know, like Hamas's literature, le- like legitimately says, kill all the Jews. Yes, that's kind of the culture of Israel in the sense of looking at Palestinians as these dogs, as this like untamed human form, not people. And so it changes their mentality. I mean, I, I think there's I think there is a lot of aspects of, of that within the government, too. I don't think I mean, there is are huge. There are enormous free Palestine movements going on in Israel, man. I hear you. The Jews, there you. a lot, a lot of them and a lot of the young people, which is great, man. Like I, I every day I am impressed by the youth of the world just and I think the Internet has helped that. It's just a little segue. But like the kids are all right, man, like they're going to fucking It's going to be too late for a lot of things, but eventually I just feel like compassion, understanding is just, I think kids are bringing a lot of that. And a lot of the youth in Israel is all about free Palestine. That's why they're so fractured because Netanyahu's a fucking, you know, he's a hardliner, you know, he's a hard right hardliner. He's an autocrat. He wanted to control the executive, everything. You know what I mean? It's the same stuff that Trump's trying to say. Yeah. And I just... It's interesting know, to man. think about how the internet kind of destroyed a generation and then is now propping up the next. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be an interesting topic sometime. You're right cuz man, talk about exposure for some of the, you know, those evil ass fucking boomers out there. Mm-hmm. Sorry dad if you're watching. I, I know you watch my <laughs> podcast, our podcast, but my dad's not one of those people obviously. He's just a working man. He's not an evil boomer that wanted to take over the world. <laughs> he is a boomer though. And that generation, like, yeah, sure, talk about being exposed, yeah. you know what I mean? And now it's just, like, the ways that you can connect and, like, organizing the internet and get information out there, it is kind of propping up another. I just, yeah. I wish there was ways to physically organize better, but we still are under that arm of, like, capitalism being like, you have to go to work, you don't have time to protest. Yeah, exactly. It's like, fuck you, I want to protest, man. Ugh. And I don't mean the stupid way, like, storming the Capitol, like, you know, causing an insurrection, at least for a dumb reason like that. I mean, if we ever became an autocracy, I would understand it. But, like, literally just false election lies from a fucking, you know, just blowhard like fucking Trump, where all I hear is just, like, noxious gas coming out of a stupid fucking mouth hole. Yeah. Anyways. I did want to mention, though, that there was... A very close time. I, I, Egypt had a lot, has a lot of influence in Israel. Um, again, Suez Canal, stuff like that. And there was a, a time in history where Jimmy Carter, I don't remember the, I think it was the prime minister of Israel. I don't remember his name. He got Anwar Sadat, and he, he's a Muslim, in Egypt to shake hands with the, you know, like there was, it was a decent peace talk thing um, that was going well. Like there's a great picture of it. Jimmy Carter, their Camp David, like standing there, uh, all proud of himself, and, you know, Jimmy Carter, I think he's a good man. The Iran-Contra affair after that fucked him. Yeah. But I think that was a great act of uh, diplomacy, uh, foreign diplomacy. And Anwar Sadat, as a result, was murdered by extremists that, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if Hamas was, they were established a while ago. I'm not sure if it was back then, but he was murdered because he tried to make peace with Israel. 
And that was a close moment like right when there. When he got home. And Yasser like right Arafat. When he got home. Yasser Arafat. Also, Bill Clinton brought Yasser Arafat and another uh, dignitary from Israel, a high, you know, echelon diplomatic guy, brought them together as well. Yasser Arafat, when he was, you know, ahead of the PLO, I mean, that was that was the last good chance that they had, you know, to to free Palestine and have some peace talks, you know. And then after that, once Hamas took over, like he died, and that was that, that was basically, it. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Hamas took over after that in their democratic the PLO election. Wasn't and, even good. No, the, PL, the PLO well. was, yeah, they were terrorists. And I'm not saying that Yasser Arafat didn't know, but like, it was, again, a, a man that sat down and tried to talk, whereas Hamas, you can't negotiate with. I mean, no. you, it's, again, this, there, there were, um, oh my God, I was talking to my stepdad about this, and he was, he's a Jew, and, uh, you know, obviously Israel means something to him. Like, he's, he's been there, his family's been there, um, and he, he is a reasonable intelligent guy who understands the world is not black and white. And he was talking to me about an Israeli terrorist group, like back in the day that, you know, used to commit terrorist acts as well. I can't remember what they were called. I think it started with an S or an H. Um, I think it was an H either way. I'm not going to waste time on that, but there are terrorist organizations that there were as Israeli terrorist organizations as well. I mean, I don't know if they still exist or not. I'd have to delve into that more, but yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, But again, just not in the sense that we, not in the brutal sense that we know Hamas and ISIS to do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, dude, like no military out there. Like I don't respect, I, I do, I do respect militaries. I respect military people for what they have to go through because war just seems to be this inevitable thing in humanity. Yeah. But Either way, I just don't like violence at all. But organized militaries, well-funded, well-trained militaries, militaries that you think are really around to, you know, protect the sovereignty of the country they represent are not fucking cutting people's heads off. You know what I mean? Like, it's, they're not killing babies. They're, uh, again, intentionally. Yeah. But we're certainly not intentionally cutting people's freaking heads off. There was that one SEAL that killed that guy who was going to die anyways, apparently, but Trump ended up freeing him. But still, I mean, he was charged because... He murdered a man, you know, and these, I'm just saying like, there's, I'm, it's important to notice that distinction. Okay. Between two different groups that cause terror against another group of people. It's again, the more visceral, personal, barbaric, and then the just basically they're both indiscriminate. Yeah. But the one side causes a lot more casualties too. So it's just how fast, how it's really a gauge of how fast did their, (coughs) excuse me, how fast did their massacre happen? You know, like uh, Palestinians since 2008, it's been over 6,000 dead. You put that all into one tight quarters, yeah. and that's a massacre. Mm-hmm. But they've done it over time. And this is like 15-year-olds protesting, you know, and that's on the weekly. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, the Israel would encroach on pa- Palestinian land and say, this is ours now. And oh, yeah, kick people out of their homes, yeah. They don't. They there's, burn it down or murder them. And that's just happening tons, all a lot of year, every on. year. Yeah. And, you know, we all just turn a blind eye and say, oh, you know, deal with your shit, deal with your shit. And so finally... Hamas retaliates again. Just no, con- no condoning whatsoever. Yeah. It's the most disgusting just, thing ever. It's, but it's a retaliation to constant barrage from a giant world power on a small, you know, faction. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't even know what to call it. And, and, also, and yeah. so they retaliate, and it's and it's horrible and it's atrocious. But that's where I'm torn on being like, who do I fucking care about right now? The civilians, easy there. But like, what's the outcome I want? You know what I mean? I mean, there's situations... I mean, even Russia, you know what I mean? Like, I feel for the Russian people. It's 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 these corrupt governments, and every government is corrupt in their own way, but, like, when you... When there's... This whole idea of democracy is just such a fucking farce, you know? Like, and I, I don't... 
Like, you can, again, there are certain, I hate saying this, but, like, we are not dealing with these things in this country. I am grateful for that. Is that a result of our government? Yes. Um, is that a result of, you know, maybe, like, our melting pot, our acceptance of one another to a degree? Yes. Um, so there's a lot of that. those things that we take for granted. There's a lot of those things that make us privileged. Um, but the governments that are state, like, just complete controlling the state, executive branches controlling everything, like Russia, you know what I mean? Like, those civilians, I, I hate those governments, not the, not the civilians. I hate... The China, Xi Jinping, who is has committed so many humanitarian rights abuses, I, you can't even freaking count. Like that, that government, not the people. You know what I mean? That's that's the distinction that needs to be made here. Like there is the Israeli government that, again, is far right, autocratic, Netanyahu. And who's to say that if they didn't have the funding and the backing? And again, that whole like, I feel like there is that handshake deal. Like you know what? Like the U.S. is like, look at what we're how we're propping you up, how we fund you, how you're our ally. You know what I mean? So if you want to be our ally, you're not going to commit atrocities. But who's to say that like that cultural fervor, that hatred from the Israeli side to the Muslim side isn't going to be the same thing without the shining light of America behind it. You know what I mean? Like there is that, I feel like there is that visceral hatred. Clearly there is that from Hamas towards Jews. It's in their documents and stuff like that. But when you see, there's a lot of people, like you were saying, the civilians that just, you know, have been interviewed that want to destroy all of Palestine. Yeah. I've talked to some people in this in this country that think all of Palestine should just be destroyed. It's a media in Gaza. And it's, I'm just it, like it's the way they've always done it and they do it on purpose. It's it's that that term priming in psychology. It's the way you yeah. can constantly barrage somebody with the idea that these people are animals. It's what we used to do with African American culture. Mm -hmm. Is just like constantly call them idiots and do this and that. And then your perception is that they're all that way. And it's not correct, but it's the way your brain has now been, you know, wired because of the shit you look at and that's what israelis have you know for the most part i would hope a lot have powered through and you say you're telling me there's a lot of you know there, oh yeah uh, anti then absolutely i'm all about it and i feel great that they could power through but i think the majority uh is you know that their perception is of the, the the palestinians are are less than human and that to wipe them away is a better option than any kind of yeah i mean you know co co collaboration majorities like for for stuff like that for just ideologies and people's actual personal beliefs i mean I, I don't know what's a majority what's a minority i know that there's huge swaths i'm sure there's huge swaths of people in israel that would like to kill all of them you know there's lots of people yeah. like i said in this country that just think that they're animals you know what i mean and yeah. really you know when you're forced to also at the same time i'm not calling them animals but when you're forced to live like one how the fuck else are you supposed to live you know what I mean? Like you, you take away food and medical supplies and running water from people, and then you call them an animal for shitting in the streets, yeah. for stealing food, and you can't for, go anywhere. You're, you're imprisoned. Like you're how imprisoned. the f exactly how the fuck? Like I mean, th the fact that people can't wrap their heads around this, and you're right, it is. That's that's what I was talking about. Civilians in Russia and in China, you have state-controlled narratives. You know what I mean? That yeah, they're yeah, yeah. they're they're primed. They're told what the state wants them. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of Russians hate Ukrainians. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I still think Ukraine is far from a democracy. Um, but again, aside from that, when we're talking about Israel and like a similar note versus Hamas, Israel is closer to a democracy um, as far as like, you know, whatever you want to call ours, the U.S. 
Um, but Netanyahu are, is trying to change that, and that is what's fracturing the country. The, the Palestinians are part of Israel. Yeah. You know, it's it's the Gaza Strip is not its own country or some shit. No. It's all part of that area, and, you know, they, they want to call Israel, and that's why we support them as one of the la- uh, the only democracies in that area. Yeah. Yet, they don't allow Palestinians to vote. Yeah. Oh, you know? no, yeah, they, they can't vote at all. No. Not so at all. You know, not in the West Bank. Is it a democracy? I mean, is no. it? No, I'm, I'm just referring to Israel as far as, like, like their their life their life like things right now in the Israeli government for the Israeli people um is I guess I should have clarified that sure and that's why they are fractured because they see Netanyahu who wants to be an autocrat and I think a lot of that um I mean I would imagine I I have to imagine that a lot of the uh the support that he's getting either politically or from his own citizenry probably has a lot to do with hatred for Palestine yeah and that sickens the shit out of me and you know, I, you know what, I, <laughs> I will say that I'm sure Be- Benjamin Netanyahu, I'm sure that I, I would hope some part of him is hurting for the people that were slaughtered, you know, like hurts from as a human being. But at the same time, I know that motherfucker salivating with every fucking bomb being dropped. Oh. I know that's the way he is. I, I know he's fucking bellicose. I know he, he's a fucking autocrat. He's violent. He's crazy. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, sh- a shame seeing a man that, uh, I, I respect Anthony Blinken. It's kind of a shame seeing him stand side by side I know. with Netanyahu and say that we'll always, you know what I mean? And, and I do respect Anthony Blinken. Um, obviously, you know, I, I comparing Netanyahu to Biden is ridiculous. Biden's an old man, but, you know, he's I, I think he's a kind person for his, a corrupt politician and kind of a he does just he old man that he is. But died. Yeah, sure. I think Netanyahu I think Biden would. I, yeah, I don't know that Netanyahu, I think he sees this more as an opportunity. I think he's able to detach himself. Easy. Whereas, you know, Trump could easily detach himself from any anything like this. I think Biden, like, Biden feels the way about his kids and his grandkids the way that I feel about mine. I, I feel very confident about that. Yeah. Um. That doesn't mean that I, I, I don't, I, whatever. I still hope somebody else fucking runs in his place. God, fucking, the Young Turks have just been destroying him lately. But, um, Again, Netanyahu is salivating over this. I, I think he is. I think he's looking at this as an opportunity. Well, he has a lot more on his plate than, to, than just Hamas. Uh, yeah, Hezbollah. Again, uh, <laughs> just you know, cramming right before the cast there, uh, Israel just bombed. This is Saturday, you know, mm-hmm. October 14th. They just bombed Lebanon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that means Hezbollah is now, it, it, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but they were saying that they would get involved if they were forced to be involved. And they said, like, with, like, pleasure, yeah. essentially. And uh, they, that, they've they now been bombed. Seems and it a was, provocation to me. Yeah. So now Hezbollah is going to be coming from the north. Uh, and, it, you know, this could escalate. This could escalate very quickly to a point where it's a world war. Hezbollah is much better organized and Hell yeah. much more funded and a much larger entity than Hamas. Yeah. Um, by the way, Trump said they were smart, you know, and he's all pissed off at Netanyahu and decided to call Netanyahu. I mean, I know I'm calling the guy out for, uh, you know, for him being wanting to be an autocrat and for the the uh, war crimes he's committed against the Palestinian people. But Trump called him out because he wouldn't support him, you know, during the fake election shit. Look that up, yeah. right-wingers, <laughs> if you might be listening. I mean, my God, if you think that Trump would have... If anything would have been different if Trump was still president in this current situation with, between oh, Israel be and Palestine, so it'd be a lot fucking worse. Trust yeah. me. I mean, when he just moved Golan Heights, like they knew that was going to be offensive to give that land back 
Again, and it's just uh, it anyway. You know, I, I imagine that move alone uh, killed a shit ton of Palestinians. I'm I don't sure. know the stats on it, but I guarantee it that they, yeah. they just by them uprising gives the IDF you know Hez- full carte Hezbollah, blanche to murder them. Hezbollah is not to be trifled with. Okay, I'm not going to say what Trump said about them being smart. I'm just saying they're they're more capable than Hamas, and they're much more funded, and they're have a, operate in a much larger scale. Yeah. So multiple fronts um, of war for Israel. And, you know, I can't imagine how terrifying that's got to be. Like, just even just having the balls to live, you know, amongst groups that want to kill you. You know what I mean? All and then, and then yeah, all around <laughs> you. But then also you have to look at the different perspective of just living in Gaza, which literally, I mean, you are like, you're, you're not free to go anywhere, nope. you know, unless they're forcing like people are, like I said, looking, this is a second Nakba where they're telling them. 1.1 million people in the north to just to move freaking south. Yeah. I mean, this just, a, there, you just can't do it. It's cor- not possible. A corridor was opened by Egypt. Um, yeah. But Hamas, and I don't know if they've blocked that corridor. I don't know what's going on with that. That's again another, like, this is breaking news. It's happening today. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but, you know, Hamas is not only do they not want the transfer, which is what happened back in 2014, mm-hmm. 2008, which is like large swaths of people just have to leave the area and then go to other places, which you want to be able to help, but you can only help so much. You know, mm-hmm. you can't overfill the pot. So they're trying to limit that. That's where you were saying Israel has complete control of all resources, including people. Well, Hamas is now blocking as well. So it's making it doubly hard to get out uh, because they want the human shield aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, they want the world to see the civilian casualties. <sighs> And it's just, it, you know, to use, it, it, again, what is the outcome I want? I don't know. I don't know how to feel. It's, it's, it's so frustrating to be so Sean, devastated by what I'm seeing and then not have any kind of, res- like, you, know, you I and really I know are, I want to fight for. We're humanitarians and we're idealists. Okay. I mean, I guess, I don't know how I can say how I'm a humanitarian if I want every single Hamas soldier to die. But you know what? I feel like I, I want that because I'm a humanitarian. So, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to say that I'm so humanitarian. You can say this. You can say this. You want want Hamas wiped off the earth. Not the Hamas people, but the Hamas mentality. Anybody that has a mentality should be wiped off the earth. If Hamas wants to try and revert, they got some camp. No, I'm not going to say camps. Anybody that killed killed any fucking child or grandmother, anyone that fired those bullets or did any of that, down to the very individual, those motherfuckers need to die. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Like, There's no place on this earth for that type of shit. And anybody that condones it, too, you know, yeah, the of course that that mentality. That's what I want gone. I, I want again forty percent. Like I said, I want to snap my fingers and erase religion, erase that cultural, yeah. like, ideological hatred of somebody that's different from you because yeah. of little different skewed skewed differences in the illusion. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it. I, it just and it happens so much in this country too. I mean, like we're a Christian nation, and it's just like our immediate response. I mean, there's, it's, which is also strange. You have some people saying like, oh my gosh, like Jews will not replace us. And they're also like the same type of people that like probably hate Muslims as well. Yeah. But then they're also (laughs) right-wingers, but there's a lot of right-wingers who are supporting Israel because that's what we've always done. You know what I mean? And I just. It's the Holy Land. It's very, there's a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of weird shit. I also don't, I also don't see how like, obviously Russia is an occupier in Ukraine and we label them as such, but like. We've like 75 years and nobody's going to say that like that the Israeli government is occupiers. I mean, I don't. It's just the hypocrisy blows my fucking mind, dude. Uh, Noam Chomsky. God, I, I wanted to get clips for this. But again, shit at work with me losing my job. So fucking stressed. But 
He just, that man, I love the word nuance so much. I love, I love understanding things from different perspectives and just knowing how just intricate and like surgical you can get by understanding like different facts and points of view. And that guy just nailed it in his speech with somebody that was questioning him again about, um, you know, his support for Palestine and stuff like that. And then he even started going into how, you know, the nefarious tactics of the U.S. government when we've installed, removed one dictator to install another or one regime to install another, one autocratic regime to install another one or like anything that's going to interest, that's going to be in the best interest of our government. We have caused terror and killed civilians to get there. It's happened. Exactly. Um, And again, it's this whole idea of capitalism, wealth, material things, whatever it is that sets you apart. I don't even fucking get money, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Like, I just, it's it's resources. It's food. It's things you need to survive, some comforts, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Um, But I, I just completely lost my train of thought like I always fucking I'll go do. to a fun place anyway. So, with, like you're saying, with finances and money. Sure. But, you know, the, Elon Musk and Be- Bezos both have hundreds of billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only eight, mil- 8 billion people on the planet. So they could give everyone a million dollars and still be billionaires. Yeah. That's how sh- stupid money is. Yeah. You know, like, wh- why Why is an area f- uh, riddled with famine? You know, like, you know, I, I want to say that religion, honestly, because I'm a staunch atheist, is the cause of the majority of misery in this world. But at the same time, it's like, imagine that these cultures all had the resources they needed and they could follow their gods the way they wanted to. You know, because I just feel be- like poverty also creates this anger and then the violence ensues so you know the (laughs) prejudice prejudice against different cultures um again different ideologies different religions different genders different sexual orientation is and and uh class yeah are tools that have been used to control people in democracies and forever forever (laughs) yeah and really, it's all about this idea of, I mean, it's wealth somehow. That's what it's really like in this country, especially now. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious in, in the Internet age and stuff like that and all this information we have. I mean, you can see how wealthy people are. You can see the assets that they own. You can see what their workers are being paid. You can see what you know, again, the type of money they're making, where they're living and stuff like that. And then you can see what is really occupying a lot of people's time. And it's prejudices that I mentioned before, instead of prejudices against the people who exploit them. And in capitalism, it's labor that's exploited. I mean, it's like, I have never been more stressed in my life because I know I'm losing my job, okay? Because I'm dependent upon a job for money. Like money is this thing that everybody is chasing. And when you have all these little ancillary um, ancillary ways of controlling people and getting them to fight amongst each other, that's how you just rake in money while nobody's paying attention. Divert you know what I mean? Things. That's why we have billionaires. You ever Be- been in the workplace and it's like faux pas to talk about your salary? The only reason that exists is because the higher-ups don't want you to compete with each yeah. other and understand it. There's no reason you shouldn't talk about your salary with your coworkers. You're like, yeah, I make fucking you know, $30 an hour. Why am I only making $27 an hour? Because they're exploiting you, and they hope you don't speak about it amongst yourselves. Yet it's become a cultural thing that we don't talk about it. Sure. You know, it's like, fuck that. I'll tell everybody as soon mm-hmm. as I get my salary, fucking post that shit. And yeah, and you should. Like, every, I mean, right out the gate, 
and most jobs in, on Indeed, I've noticed, is kind of nice. Tell you right away, like your a range of a salary at least. In the description, a lot of them will tell you how many PTO days you'll start off with, or like whatever benefits you'll get and stuff like that. Before, it was just like, it was just the whole idea that the employer looked at you and was basically like, you should be thankful that I'm giving you this job. Yeah. Like, it's it's a power scheme. It's a power mechanism. They have more money. They have more resources. And when you look at it, comparing Israel and Hamas, Hamas is very well funded by Iran, but they operate in an area of no wealth and no resources, whereas Israel is rich with the backing of the West, financial backing, and, you know, their economy. 11th largest military in the world. Yes, 11th. I mean, yeah, look at that military, you know what I mean? Those things provide, in the world we live in, those types of things provide security, they provide comforts. Um, so so to have somebody in that situation, in, in Israel and in this country, to look down on Palestinians or to look down on, you know, the homeless person down the street from you because they have nothing. I mean, that's just, it's just, it's it's disgusting to me. And there's no way that you can, you can't judge a person because of the situation that they're in if it's beyond their control. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's something to be said for like, we do have to live in this system. You know, I don't necessarily like it. But at the same time, if I know people, and there are certain people out there who are willingly unemployed, you know what I mean? And and, I, and I'm talking like living like living off the system, you know what I mean? Then the, you know, then I'm just like you're a fucking jackass. But a lot of the times, people don't have a fucking choice. Palestinian civilians don't have a fucking choice, man. No, they don't. They are in a chokehold. And you know, like I feel like this is gonna pull because we were already getting, and I'm not, I'm generalizing again, but we were already getting annoyed with how much we're funding Ukraine. You know, the consensus has been shifting from, you know, Ukrainian flags. And, you know, it's kind of ironic to see people change their Ukrainian flag on their profiles to uh, mm -hmm. uh, Israel. It's like you just switched. But yeah, my one friend was like, where are those flags? Where are those flags? And I was like, they'll be out, man. Just give it time. And yeah. they are. Yeah, they're, they're out in full force. But it's the opposite, you know, the oppressor again. But you want to be against Hamas, obviously. But that's not Palestinian people. Either way, we've covered that. Um, it's just I, I lost my train of thought as well. That's all right, dude. Again, I keep saying nuance, but like there are so many different angles you can go to to analyze why things are the way they are in that region of the world. Um, you can look at the history. You can look at, you know, the different attacks here and there. You know, none, none of that is going, none of it's just, none of the atrocities are ever justified. There's no, it's, there are simple solutions. Like I said, anybody that follows the Facebook, like we feel that there are simple solutions. I understand that you can't, you can't negotiate with Hamas, all right? So we'll just rule that out. They have to be destroyed. But beyond that, when it just comes down to like the, just the two-state idea, there are simple solutions if people just choose to live with one another. You know what I mean? If you just ignore these stupid cultural differences and these ideologies, and like, and they are just of very small, varying degrees. Yeah. But it's all about believing, you know, religious well, they, preferences and stuff like that. And it just... I honestly think they would be able to do the two-state the two, the two state system, but it's because of Jerusalem. Yeah. The, both of their religions consider Jerusalem a holy land, so they both want it on their side of the state. That's how stupid but, uh, this but fucking I'm, shit is. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I'm beyond the point where it's just like, just make it all one state. But even at that point, there'll be, you know, like it has to be called Israel or it has to be called Palestine. Yeah. I don't even care I if they separate, make it. Separate them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But, but I mean, you could, I mean, fuck, man. We got Kansas City in Kansas and Missouri. Why can't we have a Jerusalem in Palestine and, and Israel? It won't matter. It's the land itself. You know it is. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, this, they're fighting over land and they're fighting culture wars at the same time. Again, there's so many different angles to what is going on, whether it's, you know, land and Israel being occupiers or, you know, their religious differences and Hamas wanting to kill every single Jew on the planet. Like, yeah, it's just, it's maddening and sickening again. And I know we've said this, like what human beings will do to each other for reasons that you and I clearly will never be able to understand because I'm not trying to, sound arrogant but just because we don't believe in god yeah we don't believe in harming individuals we don't necessarily we don't believe in necessarily i mean we have to believe in property but it's not something that's like important to us you know what i mean it's like you just want to live a nice life you know what i mean live in comforts live in peace have food have medicine when you get sick and take care of your family i i can't believe that anybody would ever want to kill another human being for a god, for land, for material. You know what I mean? It just... It's incomprehensible. I I understand the vengeance that Israelis want. Like I said, I'd kill anybody that did that to my child, and I'd kill anyone that would get in my way. Because I love my child that much. So, at what point... I mean, at what point did that love falter to make somebody be capable of doing something like that? And in Palestine, even under Hamas rule, like, uh, you know, I don't understand... I don't know what different... I'm sure there are a lot of different people coming from different countries that make up Hamas within Palestine, um, uh, various you know Muslim countries and stuff like that, but I can certainly understand... I will never understand the, the barbarity of it, but I can understand how having nothing, living in a country that's so poor that you, you, know, you didn't know your parents, your parents were bombed or murdered for some reason, and you just grew up being raised by some freaking terrorist group that beat the shit out of you and toughened you and trained you into a soldier like that, I can understand how you have no semblance of love. Yeah. You have no idea. You you have no semblance of family. You have none of that. So what do you have? All that you've ever seen. Hatred. And that's violence and hatred and bloodshed. Yeah. So And again, from 40% the psych- of the entire population is under 15. That is not developed brains. I'm not. I'm not disparaging the people no, at sure. all. I'm just saying you develop it's your brain fully to what you're 28 or something yeah, like that. But like 15 year olds is a, is a, uh, and under. Yeah. So you know what I mean. It's 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 uh, uncomprehensible. You can't imagine that kind of lifestyle coming up in a famine ridden area, and you need to you need to understand the nuances of humanity and, and compassion. Why would you give a fuck at yeah. all? You know. Uh, you know, that's that's like we just touched on the most important point of this entire thing. And I can't believe it took us 58 minutes to do that. But I mean, that's true. Like there's until until the world is willing to invest in the rest of the world to make every to lift everybody up, to show everybody peace and love and share resources and share resources. and share this country and share this world together, you know, to ensure that humanity survives and thrives regardless of all this nonsense until you come to that point, you will have these swaths of areas that will never know anything but hatred. And and a lot of that is based on, you know, the resources, the government, what they have, what they're born into. You you do what you know, you see what you see, violence begets violence. Behaviorism, one-on-one. You know, and it's... I, just, I don't know how you change a psyche like that. I mean, clearly you can't reason with Hamas, but, like, how do you... Like, if any one of those Hamas fighters was captured... I fully believe that they would they would die before they'd ever, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rehabilitate or reassimilate back into like a society they don't even know. Yeah. Like they don't know what love is. You know what I mean? It's so that, that, again. That's we why take I say, that shit for granted, man. 
hundred percent. But that's where I feel so weird and distraught by this whole conflict is that I have no outcome. I have, it's almost like I'm neutral by default. You know, I'm not neutral. I don't want any of this. I don't want any of the, the war crimes and the atrocities and the dead civilians and the, the chaos catastrophes that are about to begin yet at the same time. I don't know. You can't just not do anything. Hamas will do it again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I, what do you do? Where's the outcome? I'm not a violent, I, again, I'm not a violent person. I hate, but I mean, they have to be destroyed. I'm sorry. They have to be destroyed. And, and, and then on, on, for the IDF, there just has to be, that's the world cultural movement. That's the whole, like, you know, we need to rise, rise above this, this idea of like possession and wealth and stuff like that. Cause that's what, that's what funds the IDF. That's how they use their, their culture wars to, you know, bomb the shit out of places and stuff like that and try and justify it by some way. And again, also looking down at them as like a lower class, you know, calling them animals and stuff like that. That's a, a culture, a worldview that just has to be changed and in turn, I think, will affect militaries. Like militaries need to be around to protect their borders and the sovereignty of their country. They Going on the offensive, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, it's interesting what you were saying about um, uh, deciding to attack Hezbollah. Um. It's almost like, you know, we're, we were attacked by Al-Qaeda based in Afghanistan and now we're going to war with Iraq. You know, it's like, it's provocation. And you know what? War is profitable and it's going to make a lot of money for a lot of companies in this country, this war. You know, they're probably salivating too. Those sick fucks. Mm-hmm. Boeing, Raytheon, all those fuckers. Bottom dollar. There is no motion in that shit. Exactly. And you know what? It's going to be profitable in Israel too. They'll get billions and billions of dollars from us. You know what I mean? I don't know how that money's going to be allocated, but we, I'm we sure it's going to make. Oh, I know. Billion dollars. We're going to get even more. Six billion dollars a year. That's why I was saying with Ukraine that we're going to slowly forget yeah. about Ukraine and think like you know like we've given them enough. We because it's always been publicized all these packages we'd give them because we didn't normally give them money. We already give Israel six billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Now we're sending the biggest warship on the planet. Yeah, their direction, the Gerald R. Ford or whatever. I didn't say that right, but you get what I'm saying, and. You know, like how, and and we're going to be super supportive. Evangelicals love the idea of Israel having Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. That's their main goal. That's mm-hmm. that's what is like the rapture sense to Mike Pence. So they love giving money to uh, Israel. So you'll never see anybody complaining when we start giving double and triple the amount so that they can kill more and more civilians. But yet we're going to start pulling back on Ukraine, I imagine. Which is yeah, and both are of vital importance and vital importance. Yeah, We've been I, doing I don't. So I mean, Ukraine. U- Ukraine is literally like the blockade from Russia expanding back into the old uh, USSR, and you know what I mean. Like that's like the 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 Eastern Europe in there. I mean, yeah, the UN will be up against it. If I mean, Ukraine's a buffer zone. They they need to be there. Um, and then obviously just for the intelligence with I mean, I mean terrorists are our enemy they're the whole world's enemy and just for the intelligence of Mossad alone and the location um in the middle east you know it's it's going to be of vital importance to our country as well so i you know i don't know and and i think biden does need to block there's uh it's like i think some oil or somehow going from iran to um hamas I think he does need to do that. And there's a lot of bipartisan support for it, but don't be pissed when oil, when gas goes up. All right. If you're going to blame Biden for that, but then support, you know what I mean? That's, these are the types of things that like, yeah. again, 
sacrifices, sacrifices every decision exactly every decision again that's more fucking nuance there's there's things are not just black and white it's like oh biden's gonna stop all that and everything's gonna be fine there's not gonna be repercussions or ripple effects elsewhere you know what i mean oh there is why the fuck did biden do that like yeah at the same you time can't reason with those people at the same time i think unfortunately agreeing to allow that six billion dollars to go back to iran for humanitarian purposes being kept in cutter and i don't know how much oversight's over that I don't think that money's been distributed yet, but again, if Iran knew they were going to get that money, I don't see why they wouldn't overly fund Hamas for this attack. Yeah. And they, they said they don't have any, so I mean, again, that, that looks really bad for Biden. Um, it was a prisoner swap. Well, it wasn't it, a swap, but it was a prisoner exchange. And, and we released $6 billion in humanitarian aid. Again, yeah. I I do not trust Iran. If they, and, if they can get away with it, they're not going to spend that money on. It. I mean, they're not. They're not going to spend you, that money I said on it their to you people. Before the cast, if you yeah. have any, I mean, I understand cryptocurrency. But yeah. I'm not going to promote that anyway. But I'm just saying that that there are ways to get around, and it's it's not like I know the base layer, and there's yeah. multiple layers of getting around finances. Mm-hmm. So if you if you say like we're going to have hard oversight, you know, by 86 year old. Uh, congressman no yeah. i guess not they're not gonna have any oversight over the cryptocurrency back and forth and swapping and you you say it's six million or six billion for aid uh it's not yeah you just gave him six billion dollars yeah sure that's how it comes out and yeah so i mean i think that's i think that's a valid argument and again i know this money hasn't been released yet at least that's what they're telling us but at the same time money is uh what's the word fungible so or fung it's fungible yeah um so you know i mean Change hands, going in, going out, whatever. You know you're getting $6 billion. Why not fund this huge Hamas operation that they're planning? And again, there's no hard evidence that Iran knew about it, but it doesn't fucking matter because they fund Hamas, and everybody fucking knows that. It's a very... That so, was a very coordinated attack. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. Hamas does not have the resources or the means. I mean, by our standards and what we imagine or understand of their capabilities, they weren't capable of pulling that off. Yeah. So they had help. And a lot of help. you assume where it would come from would be Iran. Yeah, and also Russia gets weapons from Iran as well. So if you want to tell me not to support Ukraine as well, I mean, if, if you hate Hamas that much, which you should, they're being funded by Iran, and then Iran also helps out Russia, who is fighting Ukraine. Yeah. So, I mean, it again, the in. hypocrisy. You, you got to get with this shit, okay? And that's all there is to it. You know, like, I actually don't have a stance 100% here. It's yeah. just kind of like, keep yourself informed. Just, you can't. I mean, there's, there's no way to be on 100% on the side of anything other than, you know fucking i don't sound like a hippie but peace and love man like there's no that's the only thing you can get 100 percent behind is just loving one another i mean yeah, sharing I this s- earth but when we talk about what we do here you know there's like uh gun reform and uh separation of church and state yeah i'm 100 percent for both of those things sure you know but when it comes to the you know israeli palestinian wars or conflict uh, I'm, I'm not i don't know where i stand and it sucks but i i hate both their mentalities I don't think, either, yeah. uh, coming from an atheist standpoint, I don't think either of them are worthy of ruling over yeah, the I mean, swath of land. It's hard for us because being atheists, you know what I mean? It just doesn't, like, we will never doesn't understand quake. religion. So to us, it's just so absurd. It's so absurd. It's so meaningless. And you want to kill people over it in yeah. brutal, horrible ways. Ruining families, killing generations. And again, from genocide. A, from an atheist, it, it is a genocide, and it's working its way up to being the full, like, uh, yeah, formula. I'm, I'm for very a concerned genocide. for the Palestinian people right now. I'm very concerned. Yeah. I'm, I think it's going to be 
absolutely brutal for them. To come back to what we were just saying about being atheists, right? That we believe that our minds have these sparks that are, I mean, I'm not going to put some words in your mouth here, but uh, that we have these minds are putting sparks together that allow us to think for X amount of time. So when you start killing off an individual, that's like a snuffed mind that had plenty more of experiences to experience. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, there's no afterlife. There's no anything beyond the thought process. I'm with you on that. So, you know, think about that a lot. So, you know, that's why it's, it's to, when we hear a hundred people die, 10 people die, a thousand people die. It's just like exponentially worse than that one person dead for us because we don't, it's a snuffed life. Like that's why, and babies didn't even get to start. Yeah, that's, that's, you're right. That's, that's experiences they'll never had and, and have. And then I often think, I mean, even though you might be 15 years of age, there's still a lot of experiences you can have. I don't know how many great experiences you would have in Palestine being a 15 year old. But all your experiences up to that point, like any good memories you might have, if you know you're lucky enough to still have family members alive, it's just gone in the instant that you're dead. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, if you want to equate There's it no to here with school shootings, no like a teenage kid in this country, imagine all the experiences that a kid just going to school in this country has up to that point, living, you know, the privileged life that we do get to live comparatively yeah. to Palestine in this country to go to school every day, all the friends, your family, the, the movies, the video games, the sports, all the shit that they love, music, the, all the shit that they love snuffed out by some fucking lunatic that somehow got an AR. Yeah. I mean, you look at, uh, if you watch a lot of the videos, it's crazy of, uh, to think about just gone Palestinians going through the rubble and the way they talk about when they find, uh, remains is the martyred because yeah. it's not the dead anymore to them. Cause they couldn't say that. I, honestly, I feel like they can't say that they have to say the martyr, the ones that have moved on to a better place. Cause the idea of that person's experiences just being shut off and somebody you loved is just unfathomable on the extent that they get, you know, yeah, we're I mean, all they don't think about like members here and there. And it's horrible because you imagine, Oh, they may have had more life to live this mm-hmm. and that, but it's like for them, it's they're losing entire generational trees are oh, gone. Yeah. 20 members of a family were killed with this Hamas thing mm-hmm. in one instance. That's only one story I know. Yeah. 20 members of one family. That's like, you know, you're being wiped out of the historical pages that yeah. way. That's uh, but I mean, that's that's the in the documents of Hamas, complete and total annihilation. Yeah. They they straight up want to commit genocide. I <laughs> the IDF does it in an indirect way through, again, indiscriminate bombing campaigns. But I don't see it any other way. Like, you're just bombing the shit out of civilians. You're eradicating entire families when you do that. How is that not genocide? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, so, again, it's just, it's the, it's intent. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't absolve either side because they're still committing atrocities. But it's not the, again, I don't want to sound like I'm defending IDF either, but it's not the intent of an organized, well-funded military unit like that ostensibly operating in the, you know, abiding by the Geneva Conventions and the rules of war and stuff like that, it is not their intent, I know I said this earlier, to go out and cut the heads off of, of you know, grandmothers and babies and shit yeah. like that, okay? Will civilians die at their hands? Yes, but that's not, again, it's not the intent. That's why Hamas, like, needs to be, they there needs to be a genocide on Hamas. Yeah. On the ideas, like you say, but I mean, any active member of that group right now, I'm sorry. You got a fucking target on your back because whether you know it's if it's you saw guilt by association. I'm it. sorry. I yeah exactly. But again, you can't there. I know you can't. They say anything. They're just gonna even if it's a kid. It's just like if there were a Hamas kid that somehow was taking part in this in this attack that 
didn't do what he was ordered because somehow didn't want to kill babies. He just didn't want to do it. They probably murked him right then and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Israeli sympathizer, you know, and fucking there is sympathies needed. Sometimes there are civilians that have nothing to do with your conflict. Not in these fucking holy wars, dude. No, I agree. And it's it's fucking crazy. I, it just, but I feel like it upsets me so much, man. I feel like we're just recapping and regurgitating the same shit. We are. I know it's, it always gets emotional with me. I'm sorry, but either way, a solution, it seems simple to us from our from our atheist perspective, from our humanitarian perspective. You love your fellow man. You, I mean, you know, don't don't believe in Sky Daddy and a bunch of weird shit. We're just on a fucking earth, a big organic thing. That's your, that's your fucking God, that's if it. you ask me. Yeah. So learn how to live with one another, man. I, I, we got it. Again, and if Hamas isn't willing to do that, then they have to be destroyed. I'm sorry. That's just the way things are in this world. We fucking... Look, that's, a, that's an extreme division, you know? Like, you come to our country, and we are divided. It's not there, but it is still divided as fuck. We hate each other. Libtards in the right, you know? Like yeah. there, there is so much about the right that we feel that is just directed straight at getting at liberals without any consequences beyond it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what if we all just focused? I know it's an ideal uh, concept, but at the same time, like, if you're listening to this and you're right wing... And you're like, damn, that's a lot of information, and I appreciate that because you're not fully intrinsically involved in that conflict. Like, that's the same shit that's going on here on a different level, that we are fighting each other internally instead of just focusing on the actual problem and addressing it. And it's just a constant diversion. This this whole thing is all about religion and different holy lands and this and that and the other thing, when you should be looking at that entire area and saying where are resources being depleted and being overused and being and being hoarded sure. and make the region more prosperous all around. And that feels it, it to say it out loud is like, yeah, yeah, fucking right. No way that's going to go down, but that's, that's it. And that's what we need to do only on like a mental state. Like our, our, you know, we have what we need to survive essentially, e- even in a more destitute areas of America. But at the same time, we don't, we, we don't provide once the, 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 the haves have, they don't care about the have nots anymore. When yeah. it should be more of the haves have and they give some. And that's just a, you know, just for some kind of analogy. I'm trying just, to wrap things up a bit, but bring it yeah. into like some perspective. Because some people would think, you know, that the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is over there. You know, don't worry about it. It has so many consequences here. But at the same time, use it as like, a, at least we're not there. But there is shit going on here that you can think about and address in your own right. And just avoid the priming by news and media and try and make your own thought processes to bring us all together. At the very least, I mean, when you see so much carnage and bloodshed, does it at least make anybody want to, does it make a, does it make a liberal want to be nicer to their conservative friend? Does it make a conservative want to be nicer to their liberal friend? Just appealing to the whole humanitarian side of it. And I'm not just, you know, and I'm not saying like directly focusing on Hamas and, you know, the IDF, because you can't break it down to that point because then you're taking sides again. It's just the general knowledge that we are bickering over dumb shit in this country when over there civilians are being killed left and right. Doesn't it make you want to look across the aisle at your fellow American? And listen. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, or even just be like, you know, like, I don't know, I appreciate you, or, you know, maybe we can find a common goal. It's corporate. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and that is the truth, man. I mean, oh, yeah. whether you're left, whether you're left wing, you're right wing. If you know what it's like to suffer and to worry about paying your bills, to worry about having that job, 
in a country where you're not supposed to have to worry about that shit. Shit. You know what I mean? Then we can find a common goal and forget about all the bullshit that's dividing us. And I'm telling you, politicians on both sides of the aisle, including your Marjorie Taylor fucking Greens and your fucking feckless, some feckless coward Democrats that just want to play ball, the you know neoliberals that are just basically corporate entities themselves. Pelosi being one of them, that woman's fucking real estate Schumer portfolio is crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, oh. none of these people have our interests in mind. You know what I mean? And, and, and I don't know, you know, Netanyahu wanting to have an autocracy. I don't think he has the interest of everybody living in that area in mind. Certainly not the Palestinians. No. You know what I mean? Hamas doesn't have anyone's interest in mind other than just their own and their quest to kill all the Jews. There are people in those areas that like, I mean, they're, they're stuck there. They want to be there. More power to them. But, it's, you know, they don't want this. Nobody, most people in the world don't fucking want this. But this is what happens when, you know, materialism, ideologies, I, ideologies are, again, they're used as like a means to control people. But it's about wealth and power. And that's how, and then people wage war over it as a result. You know, it's crazy. Like, and then as, as other people that don't have, or other factions that don't have those types of comforts or the wealth and power get it from other resources, you know what I mean? And then at that point, they're resentful. So you got come. That's how you get brutality and hatred at that point as well from at least Hamas. I mean, again, it is in their documents. They want to kill Jews. But at the same time, you know, IDF soldiers live in much more comfortable surroundings than the people of Palestine or the people that are, are coming over to fight for Hamas or want to join Hamas or whatever. I mean, again, what leads somebody to want to do that? Not experiencing love or family or comfort. You know, what else do you have? So you just go to this faction and you have so much hatred I mean, fuck, dude. How do like that's how do you how do you destroy the Hamas ideology? That's the big question. How do you do that? And it's through humanitarian aid. It's through, like you said, looking at what resources can be used, where they're being exploited, where they can be dispensed, how people can live in harmony with each, with each other, regardless of the stupid reasons they hate each other for religious reasons. You know. Yeah. It's. They seem like simple solutions to you and I, to a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it's not that simple. I get you have so many different things to contend with, but humans got to come together, man. That's all there is to, to hope for. But unfortunately, as cynical as I am, yeah, it's going to be more depressing news for quite some time. Oh, over there. Yeah. It's going to be a long, bloody ass Everywhere. war. Because, I mean, well, yeah, everywhere, sure. But I mean, I'm telling you right now, we're, we're not going to be able to just pump the brakes on this war like no matter what we say or at this point i mean it is gaza is going to be fucking destroyed what's left of it is going to be completely fucking destroyed yeah and i don't know that i mean hamas they could just run escape somehow flee certain borders find their way out and live to fight another day they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take out the leaders and then it's gonna fraction out into all these new named things and because there's gonna be too many you remember isil yeah. Remember, like, ISIS-K? You remember? Like, it just all starts separating until you no longer can pay attention anymore. And they're all small factions that fester. And because we're not going to help them, yeah. then... I mean, that's, go- that's the goal, I guess. I mean, you got to cut off the head of the snake and make them faction, or yeah. make them turn into other, you know, separate factions, and they just decay. You're right. And that's the only way to do it, but at the same time... You know, at what point do you do you stop? And you now you've taken out two of the main factions and left just these two remaining little guys left. Now they have time to fester and grow. I also, and, I also have a lot of concerns. I'm going to end my 
version of things with this, but I have a lot of concerns about this being prolonged in order to benefit an industrial war complex on several different fronts in different parts of the world. That really concerns me. It's all—it's always the possibility. Because it's, it's very, war is profitable for a lot of these companies, and I don't, you know, again, I know these motherfuckers are salivating, and it just fucking disgusts me. Yep. Let's That's leave it, it on that me. note. Because, I, I mean, I'm good. You guys know what I'm fucking feeling right here. It's confusion and yeah. uh, disgust. Because I don't... There's no outcome. I'm just waiting to see how this turns out. How awful it's going to be. Because there's no resolution here that's that's good. Yeah. It, like, Israel's going to turn around and go, You know what? Maybe we shouldn't burn them all. Maybe we should just talk about this a little more. No. It's all going to be awful. Yeah. So, no. prepare for the worst. Prepare for... And that's what we want people to do. We, uh, we would ask you, ask yourself... You know, I mean, how many people have to die needlessly? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, most uh, most deaths seem needless to me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what's num- what, What's the wins enough, enough? Like, yeah, just killing civilians, is that the answer to what Hamas did to to those poor Israeli, Israelites? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that the answer, is just to kill other you, more innocent people? You got, just, pi- you got pictures of babies you being ask beheaded by Hamas, or Hamas, and you hate that. But at the same time, the exploded babies in the rubble, you just haven't seen. Yeah. So it's all there. It's babies dying every day. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no equating one. There's not. It's yeah. Babies dying every day. You know what I mean? All right. Well, we'll leave you with that depressing statement. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well. Stay informed. Keep watching. Yep. Bye. Bye.